What up, friends? So listen up. Before you say anything, um, we almost had an incident this past week, just on Monday. And I think when Nick prophesied, almost came true. And this prophecy was Eddie was going to receive a new nickname. <laughs> Eddie three-time bailer. Because, once again, he almost bailed on us. Well, actually, this might be the first time he almost bailed on us. Because last two times, he actually bailed. But, with a surprise comeback. Well, I say he had no dedication. Revive from the dead. Eddie's like, fuck it. Fuck class. Nope. Fuck work. Yep. I'm not going to any of those things. I'm going to podcast. Yep. That shows Eddie, dedication. That shows passion. It shows Eddie, heart. That's what I got. You know what? It shows dedication. It shows passion. It shows heart. <laughs> you literally <laughs> just repeated everything we just said. Well, you took all the good words, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, thanks. You know what? I'm not even going to say thank you because you're supposed to be here every week. <laughs> but. Well, I accept your almost thank you. A fake thank you. Your fake, no, the fake or the, uh, the retracted, action. retracted thank you. The play action thank you. That's right. I I gave you a thank you and then I took it back and then I threw it for you. Suck. <laughs> Thanks. But yeah, the, um, I'm glad you stuck to your guns. Said no to work. Yeah. Uh, now you're gonna be homeless because you won't have any income anymore. Yeah. Because they're gonna fire you once they hear this podcast, <laughs> which uh, they probably will. And they <laughs> find out that you bailed to do this thing. <laughs> yep. And. You're going to end up not being that great. And they're like, wow, you you gave up work for this. And you hear that, boss man? And woman. And woman. I gave and up work yes. to do this podcast. And we appreciate it, right, Jack? Uh, Maybe. No, we don't appreciate it, man. That's yeah, sure. You're supposed to be here. This yeah. is something he signed up for. I'm going to play action and we appreciate it. We're going to take that back as well. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> this is something he signed up for, so he's supposed to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just well, say, that I can't work Tuesdays. Um, I don't know. I feel like uh, it's just you're right. I'm just gonna say I don't want to work there Tuesdays anymore. Isn't it easier for you than than you getting a schedule like, and then you calling out? Exactly. <laughs> just say every Tuesday you have a family emergency. I'm pretty. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I've been doing. Just say uh, preemptive, uh, preemptively saying I have a family emergency for the next five Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> I be like I'm I'm gonna um, have surgery every Tuesday from now on. Well, don't worry, of, guys. Till the, until now. To the end of the football fantasy football season, I'm gonna have surgery every Tuesday. <laughs> um, it's minor though, just um, it's the same surgery every week. <laughs> <It's> my, <laughs> yeah, and my surgeon is Jason. He's and really, I, he's really I, good I with the foot to survive. Yeah, uh, so Jason's your surgeon. He's uh, the foot guy. Yeah, the foot guy. Um, if you guys have any foot problems, uh, he, just has, br- a, he just bring has a degree from the Dominican Republic to be a foot surgeon. Uh, I think he has a degree from Photoshop. Photoshop. And um, he also has the only tools he claims he needs. Which is a military tactical knife and duct tape. I thought it was pliers. No, duct tape. Duct tape? Welcome, guys, to the <laughs> your fantasy football. I don't think Wait, they would have known. <laughs> no, it's completely wrong. <laughs> your fantasy <laughs> football. Whoa. Your fa- I, mean, I was gonna say the new name we gave oh, it. Oh, your, thing. your, your fantasy, fantasy team, team sucks. sucks. Yeah. yeah. Now, nah, um, your favorite team sucks. YFTS, uh, season three and year four. This is Stathost Kelvin. Jack Gurley. 
and Eddie two time Baylor. Two yes, two time. Two time. He, he hasn't he hasn't evolved three yet, but there's still time. Hopefully still time to bail. Hopefully it doesn't get there. Yeah, we don't want you to get we don't want to get there, but uh especially because everyone I asked as soon as you told us you as soon as you told us you weren't gonna make it, I think I asked four people, they all said they couldn't make it. So wow. it was it was actually down I was, I was just about to text Lufia, be like, Hey Lufia, <laughs> you ready? <laughs> and then he goes, You know what? And then you reply saying, Oh, you know what? I'm gonna make it and I'm like, Oh, cool. Wow. All right. Yeah, it took you that it was that quick to get a replacement for me? Well well, as soon as you said it, I started messaging people. Message Jason, nice. Nick. You guys are uh, rapid. You guys I, are uh, fast I, uh, with it. I messaged James. Um, what did James say? James said, um, first James said. He responded? First of all, he did, it took a while to respond. Uh, as one would if you can't use uh, fingers to uh, text because you're a ghost. Physical uh, things. Yeah. yeah, you have to use uh, mind control. For other people. Like you have yeah, to go you have into to a body. And to oh, wait, we, don't know, we don't know if James can take over bodies. Oh, yeah, what yeah. we know is he could probably... Write uh, notes in a steamed bathroom. <laughs> text, text Kelvin what time you need. To yeah, he asked you That's what time. That's why it takes so long for him to respond. Exactly. That's why he never sees a never response to WhatsApp, man. Yeah. Because he has to go to find a steamed bathroom and then leave a message for somebody. And by then, it's going to be way too yeah, late. Yeah, and then what if they um, leave the steamed bathroom? Or if they open the window, all the steam's gone. Because yeah. it's cold out now. Mm-hmm. This is very relevant to what we're. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You, you asked me what James say, <laughs> and I said, "This." <laughs> some, said, of our, this. some of our listeners don't even know what the fuck we're saying. Oh yeah, it's that. true. It's true. Um, no, I think we mentioned him when, when, when James when James appeared on the podcast. We said how he's the ghost yeah. of the league. He shook mm. everyone. Yeah. Wait, what? He shook everybody. What does that mean? I mean, when you see a ghost, you get shook. You get shook. Half is Casper. I would still be alarmed. Popped up, I would still be shook. I'd be like, "What the fuck, man? You guys exist." I'd be surprised. I wouldn't be shook. I would be shook. Definitely shook. Ghosts Mm. are scary, man. If they actually exist. So you're saying you don't you don't believe they exist? They don't. Have you been to the Amityville Horror House in Long Island? Amityville Horror House. Amityville (laughs) Horror House. (laughs) Exactly. Horror House. No horror house. The horror horror house. Mm. All right, let's go. Let's go. That'd, that'd be an interesting concept, wouldn't it? Hey, come check out this horror whorehouse. <laughs> it's um, very hard to say. I think Andre would be there in a second. Then. <laughs> He's there right now. <laughs> but it doesn't exist, Jack. That's what you think. Ooh, let's find it out. Should that guy say, say get on this? <laughs> that guy, scene. go look for it. Anyway, we never answered the question with James. So he li- basically said no because the time. Also, I think he thought it was yesterday. Ah. I, I didn't specify if it was today, and then I told him I, I meant today, and he goes, "Huh?" I mm. like forget Eddie's coming, in. <laughs> and then he face palmed. Uh, anyway, thanks for joining us. It's a uh, eventful beginning for those who are still listening. Yes, I'm pretty sure we lost seventy three percent of our listeners right now. By, so by now the beginning we of this. have a total of four. Yeah, uh, seven four minutes in, and uh, we've lost most of our listeners. Yeah. All right, so let's get into news and notes. <laughs> hey. hey. Getting just the news. There's no notes. We're going just to the news. All righty, take it away. All righty, a lot of injuries. A lot of people who need to go see some doctors. Uh, maybe not Jason for these injuries, but maybe they still. Know. One of them could. Some foot injuries. I just don't think duct tape and military knives are going to be the solution for this kind of injury. But you never know. He says he's good at it. <laughs> we haven't seen it in person yet, so. I don't think I want to see it in person. Well, the first guy on my list has an ankle injury. I'm not sure if that counts as a foot. Close close enough. Matt Breida, 
again, re-injured his ankle. Um, you guys saw this coming because, you know, he's Matt Breda and his over-under of get hitting the medical tent is always at one and a half. So you always, you know, whatever. Anyways, um, he's probably going to be out a lengthy, lengthy amount of time since it's a I re-injury. Probably miss, yeah, probably at least one, one or two, two games. Yeah. Especially since they're looking pretty good for the playoffs. Yeah. Well, the, schedule, the schedule is pretty rough, man. It pretty is. Pretty rough. Uh, Mostert, definitely worth a pickup. Will you start him this week if you pick him up? I'm curious because Tico's kind of banged up too. Definitely starting him against the Cardinals. I'd, I'd start any running back against the Cardinals. You saw what uh, Ronald Jones did, and Peyton Barber was also viable. You know, he's we not start really him good. over. Let's say he's definitely a flex. Let's see. We start him over Miles Sanders or Jordan Howard. Uh, man, the only way to beat the Pats is on the ground. I would start him over Miles Sanders, maybe not Jordan Howard. Just curious. That, that's the only the only guys you got. Want me to compare it to? Uh, let's see. How about Brian Hill? Brian he Hill. Owes, I'm going Brian Hill. He also has a good matchup against the Panthers too. I'm going Brian Hill just because he's gonna get everything. There's nobody else there. Edo's out. Now I'm gonna get to the next name. Uh, Devonta Freeman. He got injured. What happened to him? Foot. Devonta Freeman's foot also. Yeah, he needs to go. And see the, sec- the MRI came out. I think it wasn't. Neg- it wasn't good. Uh, there wasn't a good report. Jason looks like you're gonna have a busy week, man. Yeah, man. Get your uh, schedule up. Let them know when you're, when you're working. Yeah. Hope it's free. He's always open. Always? It He's lo- always uh, open. It lo- Falcons look like they have a season that is going to end soon anyway. So. And if he's not open, usually, I t- I'm sure he could open some time during his work hours uh, at the Baroness. Uh, great burgers, great beer, fun times, yep. foot surgery, all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. All the places you want in a restaurant. Especially the foot surgery part. Yes, correct. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the Devonta Freeman, yeah, he's, uh, he's going to be out pretty lengthy from what I hear from the reports. Brian Hill, definitely worth the pickup. Probably the number one waiver wire guy coming out this week. Against and the Panthers, who's been giving up a decent po- fantasy points to the running back position. Yeah. Um, must start. Especially with Hooper also hurt. Yeah, there's a lot of like those filler running backs this season where the running back, the first running back gets hurt, and then the second running back gets a, the full workload, which the first running back doesn't get that full workload. It's you definitely weird. experienced that with the Lions running back number 31. Yeah. No, well, well, he's no, also well, hurt. Yeah, he's also hurt as well, but he's <laughs> irrelevant. He's garbage. We're not even going to talk about him. His name is not worth uttering. Okay. It's not worth getting tickled over. That's true. That's why I always say Lions running back number yeah. 31. My Johnson. That's we'd, what we're be, about. we'd be starting both of his running backs where he's mentoring over Sonny Michelle. 100%. <laughs> Sonny's playing the Eagles, what, probably like top three running defenses. There's no way I'm starting Sonny Michelle. How about the Broncos running backs? Yes, I'm starting both of them over both of them. Either one of them. I'm starting Brian Hill and I'm starting Mostert over either of them. Even Lindsay? Yeah. That's interesting. Really? Against the Vikings? How about Montgomery? I hate Montgomery rest of the season. That team is he's just a he's just a touchdown dependent running back. Last one. We start them over Adrian Pearson. Hey, they just coming back. They're sneak peeking into the future no. here. Yeah, this, this is more like matchup kind of talk. Let's keep going with the news. Not really. People yeah. are picking up running backs. These are running backs. These are two running backs that are going to be picked up the, by tomorrow morning. Yep. Yeah. And they're both starable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not really. All right. Let's continue with the injuries. Uh, James Conner most likely coming back, so it's good news. Full participant. Full participant. Uh, Mike Tomlin is de- very confident that he's going to come back. He has a juicy matchup against the Browns. Um, start him if he's starting. Damn it. 
Then there's Stafford, who's injured his back. It was weird because it just came out of the blue. Like, nobody knew this was possible, like, happening. Uh, two, probably another game or so for Stafford. Um, well, I, I, it's pretty much more pain tolerance after a while because this is something that needs a long time to recover. So, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't need surgery. It doesn't need surgery during the season, but probably during the off season he's going to get surgery. Yeah, but yeah, but more and less is more pain tolerable. We'll see how he can handle the pain. Mm-hmm. But if the season's lost within one or two weeks, no. Yeah, so some scary news. I'm getting to the next guy. Some scary news, uh, Tyler Lockett's injury. Uh, he hurt his leg. Apparently he had some type of uh, extreme swelling and had to go to the hospital. He's going uh, – uh, Pete Carroll said he's not going to miss any time. Since they have the bye week, maybe has a a little more time to recover, but it's still s- kind of scary, and I'm definitely trying to uh, try to get somebody, like one of the uh, the David Moores or Josh Gordon, if he's still available. Josh Gordon, yeah. but I, I I feel like the report seems positive. He seemed positive. Yeah, they're also going into a bye week too, so yeah. it does mm-hmm. give him the extra time to figure things out, and. Um, I think they're playing well enough that they might even hold him out for an extra week if he's not 100% like ready to go. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to take a chance on um, Tyler Lockett. Like extending the injury. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, Brandon Cooks already ruled out with his concussion. There's, no much, there's not much we can really discuss there. Him I and, thi- him and uh, Sergeant Shepard are both in the same boat basically, pretty much, right? Yeah, the second They're both now questioning mm-hmm. their careers. No, it's, it's Cooks came out and said that he wants to continue his career. He's nowhere near the end. It's still concerning considering all the I know, uh, concussions. I know, I know the Giants campus, a lot of people are saying he should consider retiring. Sterling. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Just because I mean, there's you have life after NFL. You know, if you are have brain damage. Hey, man, that's a lot of money on the table. It is, but it's still, it's still something you, you prefer living over money. I mean... Unless you're the football, you have no life after the NFL. What? The, the football. <laughs> what, what is the football? The the pigskin. What are you talking about? The the pigskin. They're not alive. But it still has life. Its soul needs to play football. What are you saying? Without football, it has no f- meaning. Continue. Magical. That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Is are you trying to create a segment to make us think? Because I'm thinking a lot. I no, I just I haven't just talked in a while. I need to say something, so I just chimed in just on okay. that. Yeah. Uh, Adam Thielen is a guy you need to monitor. His hamstring, he re- aggravated his hamstring injury. I don't suspect he'll play this week. They have a bye next week. They have a bye this week. Probably, even if he does play, ah, man, it's kind of scary to start him just because they the re-injury They are versus Denver. Who wish they are projected to win easily. It's also a, uh, also a team that's good against the pass. So yeah, Adam Thielen I think should remain on benches depending on your roster. Evan Ingram, what happened to him? I know he got injured. I forgot what I think it was. The foot. Yeah, he had a low grade mid foot sprain, but he that avoided a back injury. Still concerning, uh, Mr. Uh, Ingram. I don't know. He has a bye. 
does have a bye. He does have a bye week to recover. It's just, you know, a tight end, a guy that you want to rely on your roster. It's probably not going to be there. Not coming, not coming into the season. We were, like, we were so short of these six, seven tight ends that were surefire. Probably I two think only of them. one one or two of them worked one out. One or two, yeah. <laughs> yeah, OJ Howard hasn't worked out. Evan Ingram is meh. Ertz has been eh. Then the only person that's really been in top five, six that you picked was Kelsey. And Kittle. Kittle, Kittle's, Kittle's okay. And he's also injured. Another guy that I was about to mention. <laughs> Kittle injured his... Quad. Oh, no, sorry. Um, his his knee and his ankle. His knee and his, his ankle. Knee. Yeah. Also, yeah. It's like they're connected somehow. And somehow. Yeah, they're connected. Ankles and, and your knees, they're connected. They're in the leg. Yeah, yeah. It's the same leg, too. Oh, you're saying... Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. You're saying injuries are connected. connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The knee and the ankle are connected. <laughs> yeah, by the bone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, another guy who was doubtful for most of the week. His sounds more serious because even Kyle Shanahan came out. It says more serious, but then he didn't want to say that he's out. Because he thinks Kill is a tough player, he could battle it through. But then again, he also probably doesn't want to say that he's out because he wants to give the opponent yeah. the scare factor but that might play. Apparently, his injury is more serious than Robbie Gold's. Yeah. That's the report coming out. I'm sticking with the uh, the 49ers here. They, they have a ton of injuries on offense. Mr. Emmanuel Sanders. And the worst thing about them is they had to buy a week four. Yeah, <laughs> so they can't really recover from these injuries. And uh, so Emmanuel Sanders hurt his ribs. The and offense looked weird without him because he was destroying everybody on these little short slants. He was basically grapples, go to the number one target. Mm-hmm. They, they they mentioned on the broadcast how um, the passes that uh, I think it was a born that born dropped. Kevin yeah, born dropped. That those are Sanders, Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. yeah, and he probably wouldn't have dropped those. Yeah. So there, with that, the, you gotta have you're gonna have to downgrade your Jimmy Garoppolo's and possibly the running backs too because their whole offense is predicated on a receiver that could actually try to get open. Yeah, on top of that, they don't have kill either. Yeah, so yeah, just, so they're trusting these rookie run receivers who will, will tend to disappear once in a while here and there. Mm-hmm. Can't really depend on them. Debo hasn't been bad though. Yeah, but you can't really depend on him for, to open up the field for everyone mm-hmm. just because he's a rookie. All right, so n- uh, next up we have Chris Herndon. Why, you weren't There's a long list of injuries. Yeah, yeah a lot man, of injuries. It's a lot of injuries yeah. this week. Hype. The Chris, hype, the hype, hype train, train is finally gone. Freaking gone, man. This first he was suspended, then he hurt his hamstring, and now he's out for the rest of the season. He's a cracked rib. Uh, yeah, how do you guys feel about um Ryan Griffin? I feel like you just look for a good matchup against tight ends. Plug him right in. Yeah. There's, no, there's really no tight ends that's really surefire now anymore. Even Darren Wall is falling off. Uh, a lot of these tight ends that we thought was good have been falling off. Yeah, so he is. he's probably going to get – whenever he does get run, he does produce. So possibly he's going to be their primary red zone target, which, you know, it's always a, a good thing to have. A.J. Green, another guy. Oh, man, a guy that you drafted and you expected him to play a little earlier in the season. Well, I definitely did. And, uh, yeah. Renewed swelling in his ankle. Um, <laughs> they they should I, I, probably I, shut him down for the rest of the season. This is all just bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, he just probably doesn't want to play for a guy named Finley. Or the organization itself. Yeah. Man, I think it's like almost six guys that need to go see Jason. <laughs> a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of foot injuries. He's so busy. There's a lot more. <laughs> you want to continue, Jack? Uh, next guy we didn't talk about that we were Austin Hooper also. Yep. <laughs> Had an MRI on his knee, right? I think. Yep. 
And mm-hmm. they are assuming that he might miss at least a few weeks already. They, well, so this is an upgrade for freaking Calvin Ridley. And Julio Jones. Basically, there's only two people left mm-hmm. there. Because Freeman's out, too. But I, don't, I can't honestly can't even name the backup tight end for them. Do you guys even know what's backup tight end? No, I don't think, I don't think it's pointless. No, I think it's pointless, yeah. Like, now is a complete wasteland of uh, tight ends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty much it for the injuries that I have. Uh, Do you have any more to add? Brissette? He last week he was almost game time decision. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna assume that he is going to play this week. Yeah, yeah. same. He's definitely an upgrade from Brian Hoyer, who pretty much shot the bed last week. Well, Geist is coming back this week. Oh yeah, good you, news. You think, you think he'll temp, You think he'll dip in to Adrian Peterson's workload? Yeah, or, or I think the they're going young, so that's a po- definitely a possibility. He's definitely an RKO candidate this week. I think uh, they'll actually manage his load work this week just because he's coming, coming off a long off injury. injury. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll get some time in, but I don't, don't expect – I don't think he'll be startable. And I also think he's going to take the Chris Thompson role if Chris Thompson's inactive. So there it is. Yeah, that wraps up news. Yeah. Uh, if we do think of anything, uh, mid, mid-podcast, mid we'll slip it in. Mm-hmm. So I guess we're always newsing it up. Always yeah. newsing it up. Yep. Nah, nice. All right, let's go right into uh, the pits and the cages, oh, shall we? Uh, one more thing. Will Fuller practice yesterday fully? Will Fuller fully practiced? Practice. I lied. Okay. Fake news. Limitedly practiced. So he almost fullered practiced. <laughs> okay. <laughs> pits and cages. Here we go. Buongiorno. Oh, no, not the beast. Grazie. Not the beast. Uh, si, uh, corretto. Ah! Get us started, Eddie. All right, so my pit this week is a guy that I thought you were going to select as your pit. Christian Kirk had over 130 yards receiving, three touchdowns. Finally separated himself from the rest of the pack when it comes to the receiving quarter there. And you know, I'm not, so I'm not going to argue with your pit. I think it's a good choice. He had a great game. But we've continuously said when talking about matchups in, t- in terms of Cardinals, Christian Kirk's really the only guy you're thinking of starting. Yeah, but his outlook for the rest of the season, you know he's going to get those 10 targets every single week, and I think with those targets, he's going to produce in this offense, the air raid offense, which finally kind of looked like it. I'm, he's not going to face Tampa Bay every single week. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing at the same time. He was a Tampa Bay defense this week. Yeah, so he hasn't been doing this every week, and he ha- he's going to definitely be in more in the middle of like the five. He's more of a receiver five three. 50. Yeah. A flex, but with a high boom once in a while. Yeah, but his his outlook is a but lot better. But is that better. different than what we thought of him before this week, though? We've always thought of him like we, a receiver three flex. Well, uh, we always thought that, well, at least I always thought that Larry Fitzgerald always ate into some of that workload. In the last now, few weeks, though? We've t- we said Larry Fitzgerald is not startable anymore. We've said well, this. Yeah. So, I mean, just, just, just because you're not startable doesn't mean you eat into somebody's workload. Christian Kirk, I feel like he was more of a, a flex wide receiver three fringe guy. I think he's more of a wide receiver two, three now. Because he does. And he's, a, he's just solidified his roster spot. He's solidified his starting spot is what I'm saying. Coming through, his next three matchups are Sherman, Ramsey, and Hayden. Yeah. I mean, th- those are definitely hard matchups. But he's definitely worth starting, at least as a flex, just because of the, the workload, the yep. target share that he's going to get. Sounds good. All right, Jack. My pit this week is Daniel Jones. Yep. Threw four touchdowns this past week against the Jets. Daniel Jones performs well 
against bad defense teams. And he does poorly against good defense teams. I know that's a, I know how that's how he, everyone thinks. Obviously, going forward, thinking that way. But he actually threw four touchdowns against the Jets. Threw four touchdowns against the Lions. Threw I think two or three against Tampa Bay. Though. And he also ran two. So he Tampa. does well against these poor defense. It shows on the stat sheets. He, he had three matches coming up within the next five weeks: Philly, Miami, Washington. They're all poor defenses in the air, at least. And I just feel like. He's still growing. Obviously, he'll be growing pains here and there. He, I, I feel like he's an okay stream once in a while if you're if you're starting quarterback as a tough matchup. Yeah, and he's also a guy that you don't really have to roster. He could definitely be somebody that you could pick up. Yeah, I imagine he's not owned in too many leagues either. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I I wouldn't say start him every week, but someone's stats through the playoff runs, I, don't, I think it's pretty good. I mean, you have some big bye weeks coming up this week and next week in terms of quarterbacks as well. Like, maybe he might be... Someone you want to look at. Yep. The, including Aaron Rodgers this so week. The, the three teams I mentioned. Russell Wilson this week. Russell Wilson. The three teams I mentioned, the Eagles, Redskins, and the Dolphins, are the playoff schedules. All right. Uh, which you love looking ahead to in, like, week five. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was prepared for the playoffs, thinking I'm going to make it, which right, I do my, most of the time. My pit, my pit this week is a guy I thought had a very fluky game uh, last week when he came on the scene. Another really great game yesterday, and that is Jacob Hollister, the tight end for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, he had 10 targets yesterday and uh, hauled in a good amount of them, including a really amazing catch for a touchdown. Previous week, he had about six targets and caught two touchdowns. And with Tyler Lockett also going down, and not uh, obviously it sucks that he's going to be on a bye week next week, but... Like we've said numerous times over and over again, tight ends are so scarce this year uh, that if if a guy is hot, uh, you might want to give him a shot. Especially yeah, when your quarterback is Russell Wilson. Exactly. That yeah, guy he, looks to sling yeah, the ball. He, and he also likes to throw it to that tight end position. Yeah, too. You know, Russell Wilson only had 217 passing yards, and 100 of them went to uh, Hollister. That's nice. Yeah. Yo, he, he did it against a pretty... Uh, you know, yeah. pretty good defense as well. So and yeah, and like every, I feel like every the the 49ers bit hard on the play action, and Hollis was wide open for so many passes. Play action, play action, play. Uh, James would love that. Um, yeah, I think he's gonna be a solid play uh, moving forward, especially if Tyler Lockett is gonna sit for an extended amount of time. Uh, Hollister becomes maybe the, even the second option. Yes. Maybe maybe second, poss- possibly third. Maybe even second. That's what I mean. If you have the roster space to roster him throughout throughout the bye week as well, I think he's going to be a little cheaper when it comes to your waiver priorities because he has a bye week and not a lot of people are going to see him on that list when it comes to projections for the following, for this week. So maybe you could steal him in the set your with your second ra- waiver pick, but knowing in some leagues, you know, it's yeah. better be safe than sorry and for try sure, to get him. Sure. Yeah, I'll especially if you're a weak at tight end. Yep, that's my pit. And let's go on to the cages. Eddie, back to you. I'm stick with the Arizona offense. David Johnson. Once, as soon as you heard the the the, the words that he said that he uttered, he goes, "Oh, I'm 100. percent I am 100 percent playing." And you look very fast. Is that sarcasm? Because I sarcasm. hope it is. Yeah. All right. Because yeah. 
He is so not healthy. He's he's not healthy. I don't know. Yeah, he just doesn't look right, or maybe he's just not good. He looked like I ran fast. There's no shot that he doesn't look good. He looks so slow. He is not healthy. He's a better receiver than he is a rusher. Yeah, but that's for sure. But, but he is, does not look like a running back whatsoever. But the thing is, when you saw him play this Sunday, he looked like he is not healthy. He could not run. He, he had no speed. Can he be, he's much faster than can, that. Can he, be, can he possibly be that he's overweight or that he's just out of football shape? Because he, be, he doesn't look like a good football player to me at all. But from the past, his speed, that looked nothing like his speed that he can run at. When an outcast from the, from the Dolphins is outproducing you, also. he did a lot better than he did. A yeah, lot but he came out with injury. A lot better, and it was also against a good run defense. But still, David Johnson, your your outlook looks very, very bleak, especially with Chase Edmonds coming at back most likely this week He's, or the next couple of weeks. I it's like just, David Johnson. I just think he is hurt. Well, I'm, I'm just saying. I, I come on, give me some type of kudos because oh, no, I no, said I, that he was going to suck. I wanted pre- to say he, he didn't suck the past. Weeks before he got hurt, though his only value was through the air. That's it. But that's, as a running back, he's that's not all great. David Johnson, that's every year, that's no. I was no difference. Well, the, every year he had one one breakout year, and that's pretty the much one it. Breakout year, the very next year, you were on his dick. I drafted him second overall. Okay, and I what was different? I'm a little his, biased. His running wasn't any better. It was just. All right, I don't want to get in, become Nick to this David Johnson talk, but I understand what he's saying. Like he's not, he's not. Something's wrong with him. His value isn't what you drafted him, and also he's definitely benchable for the for foreseeable future. You can't you can't justify starting him every single week. He's not a surefire starter. I think I need to see one like a exactly. David Johnson kind of mm-hmm. game. Like not even I don't I don't want to for a season. I don't want to see what. I don't think it's gonna happen for us this season. He, he was it's my, quite possible. He was my cage also. The Cardinals it. aren't he winning could, anything either. Better let no. me take it. I hate David so. Johnson. Fuck that guy. All right, Jack. Let's go to you. My cage this week, uh, moving forward, is someone that uh, Kelvin's not going to agree with me. It's Kelvin's boy. Or I said ex-boy. Can you know who I'm saying, Kelvin? Uh, no, because I only have two boys. Quarterback. None of them are ex-boys. Oh, then you're a second boy then. Uh, I saw my first boy. Yeah. Well, right now, this year, first, second boy. I have, I have my regular boy. It sounds really bad. <laughs> 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 well, I have my... Continue, Kelvin. <laughs> It's, it's you going, have it's your going, boy yes. and then your boy boy. No, you know there's the fantasy boy. Your boy toy. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Nothing, none of this sounds great. <laughs> fantasy boy and the real boy. Like, what's... <laughs> then your boy toy, yeah. Kelly, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I know what you're going to say. Just say it. <laughs> All boy, right, I'm going to go now. A.A. Ron. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> your boy Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I mean, his team's winning. He, he, the, offense, the offensive scheme is just different. It's not acquiring him to throw a ball all the time. He had two good running backs out running the ball and doing things that doesn't require him to sling and sling and dang it. Uh, he has a bye week, week 11. He comes back to play the 49ers. And he also have a Bears and a Vikings matchup in the playoffs. They The matchup doesn't look good. I Honestly, I would start Daniel Jones over him in the playoffs. Damn, you have that much that much balls to do that? My goodness. I would start Daniel Jones against the Eagles over them against the Bears. No, Daniel Jones against the Dolphins over Aaron Rodgers against the Bears. I mean, <laughs> it's still ballsy, but, you know, it's just Aaron Rodgers' outlook. He hasn't been good either he the last couple of weeks. Good. He only he, – the only uh, – in our league, the only time he scored over 20 was against the Philadelphia Eagles, the Oakland Raiders, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Three of the bottom defenses. <laughs> Three of the All bottom defenses, defenses, yeah. He has scored under 15 – under 17 in our league, actually. 
and that's very low because we are pretty generous when it comes to fantasy points to like, quarterbacks. They're not real life football. They're doing well. They're not asking him to do much yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, statistically, he's not, you know, the same Aaron Rodgers, which means for fantasy purposes, he's not the same same Aaron Rodgers. Like, I, I see where you're going. I see what you're saying. He's definitely, you know, but he yeah, definitely could I'm, be a cage. He, 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 he still could randomly pop out and drop a 40, 50-point game. Yes, he, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if I'm it. But I, I feel like – every Like an every-week starter, I I feel I like Jamal understand. Williams and Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. caps. Especially with Aaron Rodgers taking all Jamal the Williams, touchdowns. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones taking all yeah. the fucking red zone touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a thief. Calvin, what's your cage? My cage for this week and possibly the weeks to come, Stephon Diggs. And it's very funny because he was, I mean, he might have found himself on his cage list earlier in the season. And, and then he was. And then the amount of October, he had three straight, like, 140 yard receiving games. And then he became the, the player to have. And with Dylan going down, we're like, oh, wow, he's going to just keep on raking in the yards. But these last two performances have been very mediocre. Uh, it's not all on him. Uh, Kirk Cousins has slowed down a little bit from what we saw in October. And they're also sitting on the ball more a little bit, just like the you know they're they're reverting back to the beginning of the season where they're running the ball a lot more with Dalvin Cook and uh, Madison. Yeah, and I just think if Thielen's coming back soon, it does again diminish some of Stephon Diggs' value. And if he couldn't play the way we hoped he would have while he was number one receiver, then he does take away from what he'll produ- probably produce. Hope to produce in uh, the coming weeks, especially in the fantasy football playoffs. He might be a really tough start for me. Yeah. I, I mean, I see what you're saying. Stefan Diggs is definitely startable. He's definitely a, at least at minimum a wide receiver three. I think Adam Thielen kind of helps him because it does take some pressure off him because there's literally no one behind him. I can't name somebody else other than Stefan Diggs. And then there's Ola B.C. Johnson. And then the Quan Treadwell, like these guys are ri- virtually no names. They're not really helping them in that department. And they have uh, tough matchup schedules. The rest, of, rest of the season schedule. Yeah, mm-hmm. if, especially with Dylan's come back, he's gonna be versing Chris Harris, Hayward, and J- uh, Jari Alexander. Yeah, so tough matchups. I get what you're saying. It's it's really hard to bench him though. He's definitely gonna be on that tier of the Juju Smith Sushes and the you know, Odell Beckham. But player. it helps a lot if. Dealings there. Yeah. And that wrap up uh, Pits and Cages? That does wrap up Pits and Cages. I still can't set him, though. Yeah, yeah. It's tough. Because it, it, you don't want to bench a 50-point game or a 40-point game. Anything, yeah, literally exactly. anything. It doesn't matter what defense is against him. He could blow up against anyone. Yeah. All right. That wraps that up. And let's go you on. Uh, you can't because I destroyed you in fantasy this week. Ooh. I wrapped you up, Jack. <laughs> wrapped you up nice and tight. Ooh. Threw you in the trash. You nice. still have the same record as me, though. Yeah, but I have more points than you. That's all. That's all. That doesn't matter now. It does matter now. Not really. It always matters. For pride. We'll, s- we'll see. For pride mountain. Pride rock. Can't wait until you lose in the first round of playoffs. Don't worry, I'll get the bye, so I won't be able to. Got him. All right. Uh, let's go to the RKOs and the DDTs. Man, that's doo-doo trash. 
All right, Jack, you get it started this time. Mar RKO this week. It's Tyler Boyd. Uh, Finley is not good. So he only throws the one person on the team, which is Tyler Boyd. And he got almost, I think, nine and ten targets this past week. I expect the Raiders to be up a decent amount. Bengals don't have a good defense. They're going to be playing catch-up. Boyd's going to have a, a very, very safe floor. He's going to give you a minimum of like at least six, seven catches and 50, 60 minimum yards and a possible touchdown. I feel like he's a very safe receiver three. You know, he reminds me so much of Juju Smith-Schuster. It's it's not even fair. But like he, he he's just on a better – he's just on a worse offense considering how bad the Steelers are. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, see, I definitely see where you're going because the Raiders cannot defend anybody. Crazy. Um, nice input. All right, Eddie. <laughs> my RKO. Bring it on down. My RKO is Ryan Griffin. Oof. I know it's a tough pill to swallow, but tight end, again, has been very shit this season. They're playing the Washington Redskins. Chris Herndon is out. And when it comes to the red zone targets, Ryan Griffin does get those when he does play. And Sam Darnold will look his way. I think he scores a touchdown against the Redskins, which definitely is worth starting at the tight end position. Interesting. Who's this again? Ryan Griffin. Ryan That's Griffin. That's right. He's so un- he's so forgettable. I forgot about <laughs> him. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go with my RKO. I'm gonna challenge your RKO, Eddie. I'm gonna go with tight end as well. Oh, whoa! Let's see which one of our tight ends does better this week. Don't, please don't say Jacob uh, Hollister. He's on bye. Damn it, I forgot about that. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, my tight end, I mean, sorry, my RKO this week, Dawson Knox. Going Ooh. up against we my... We went through this last time. I tried <laughs> to it didn't work out. Going up against the Miami Dolphins defense. I feel like we rotate these tight ends. There's Noah Fant, and then there's Dawson Knox. Now I'm... Hey, hey, no name dropping. <laughs> okay. Oh, man, sneak peeks. Good. Uh, yeah, so I think Dawson Knox is going to have a great game. Josh Allen looked for him a little more this past week. And I think it's Miami de- defense, which is not good again. Um, he might be the beneficiary to a lot of points this week. Wow. Yeah, let's, let's see who that does better. Are you tight end or my tight end? That, is he the one who knocks? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's oh. begun. It's begun. <laughs> All right, Jack. Give us your uh, – you do the trash – my DDT this week is at a tight end position. Zachary Ertz. Wow. Patriots unknown to do one thing. Guess guess we're starting a Ryan Griffin and uh Patriots Dawson Hawks over Zachary Ertz. Patriots unknown to do one thing in fantasy, which is win. Play bad pass defense. No, they should always take away the best open the opposite team's number one option. Yeah, which is Zach Ertz. I feel like the Oscar will have a better game this week, and Patriots defense will shut down Zach Ertz this week. Wow. So Goddard is the play over Ertz this week. Yeah. Yes. You start Goddard over Ertz. Wow. Yes. Ah, uh, well, Ertz was my uh, cage a few weeks ago, so. Then he People out. are probably high off of him because of that. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. That touchdown that he had at that game was an OPI. 
No. I mean, it's still a touchdown. He stiff-armed his defender to the floor before catching the ball. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Eddie, give us your doo-doo trash. Who are we sitting this week? So uh, my doo-doo trash player of the week, I was actually high on him last week. He was actually... Dude, you can't smoke weed. You can't smoke people either. Anyways, uh, he was my uh, bold predict. I predicted that he would get his first 100-yard game, but he did not. He did did produce, though. You know, he balled out. Uh, Ronald Jones against the Saints, I feel like... He has a bad matchup. He did have a costly fumble last week, which caused, like, once that fumble did happen, Peyton Barber was inserted into that, to his role, basically, and took most of the red zone and rest of the, the carries and targets. I don't think it's going to come to that fully, but I think it's, it was more of a, a in, an in-game punishment. I just don't see him doing well against the Saints, and I don't see the Bucks balling out against the Saints because they usually don't. Anyways, yeah. you know it's funny. I'm a, I was actually gonna take a Buccaneer as well. That's my duty trash. My duty trash this week. I hope it's not uh, Payne Barber. It's not. Okay. Um, it's actually a third string one. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my DDT this week is actually Jameis Winston. Hmm. He is very bad against the Saints. And the surprisingly, the Saints have been really good this year in uh, in terms of defense. It's quite strange because you always think like this oh you're playing the Saints it's going to have a you have a great fantasy matchup because you're giving up years yards. past oh you yeah you figured like it was going to be a high scoring ago. game right yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. uh, but the Saints have actually looked really good especially in terms of fantasy points I think they've had out of the what are they right now they are 7-2 and two. out of the 9 games like 6 of them have been like double digit fantasy points too so they're actually make, getting turnovers they're stopping teams from scoring too much and James Winston is prone and, uh, to J- the turnover. Jack mentioned before, like James Winston is a boomer bust quarterback, and he's had two boom weeks. Maybe he's due for a bust. So you're playing the odds. Yeah, That's maybe the, the, maybe the bust is uh, this week. He had three boom weeks. Three boom weeks in a row? Last, uh, his last time. Guaranteed. Book it. Guess bust incoming. Before that three booms was against the Saints when he had 14 points. Oh. Now we get 14 points. Uh, not everything is pointing towards this, Eddie. <laughs> All the evidence is coming together. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jameis Winston is my DDT for this week. All right, Eddie. You know what time it is, right? It's time already? Yeah, it's that time already. Oh, yeah. Time for them bold, bold, bold predicts. That's bold. Predicts. All right, bold predicts time. You gotta do it. Bold predicts. Whoa! This week, that's bold. That thing. was very bold, man. Bold predicts. It's bold. Boldest thing I've heard all day. All right, I'm gonna get it started. Actually, Jack, you get it started because I don't have one yet. Wonderful. My bold <laughs> predict. <laughs> this is how bold you're. You're freestyling your bold predict. That's yeah, how man. Bold it is. I got this. Don't wow. worry. My bold predict this week is an entire position again. The Denver Broncos tight end. No offense. This is where this is our little sneak oh boy. peek. We'll yeah. score two touchdowns this week. Bruce Allen is a rookie quarterback. What does rookie quarterback love to do? Throw it to a tight end. Yes. No. No offense. Very athletic. He was their number one pick, and he is good. It's not like he's bad, and he does get those quality targets, those air yards. Especially when Sanders moved out, got shipped out. He's getting more targets. I feel like he's in the end of the season. A starable tight end. I'm not gonna say a top talent, but very starable tight end for the rest of the season. Yeah, I, and I, I will start. I'll be starting him most of the season. He's definitely rosterable. Yes, 100% rosterable. 
just based on upside and the possibility of him breaking out in an offense that doesn't have a much whole, options. Yeah, there's not many options for to compete for targets, especially in the tight end uh, wasteland we're in right now. Yep, Calvin. So wait, so oh. no offense, Ryan Griffin and Dawson Knox all starting over Zach Ertz this week, according to Jack. Oof, I'm at. You know what? I'll say true. Yes. That's a good bold predict, too. So, Jack gave us two bold predicts, Kelvin. All right. Uh, you go, Eddie. I'm no, well, one. I'm last, man. I'm I know, but come on. Come I'll let you slack. think. Come some slack. I'll let you think. No, I don't want to think too hard. Fine. Well, the uh, the old man, I understand that Darius guys most likely will be back this week. But Adrian Peterson has been balling out. They do want to run the ball. I'm talking about the Redskins here. Haskins is not good. I understand, you know, his he has one good weapon in Terry McLaurin, and that's the weakness for the Jets. But Adrian Peterson will, again, emerge for another 100-yard game and will actually finally get into the end zone since, I think, week two or week three of the season. Yeah. AP is definitely flex-worthy this week. I'm starting him in most leagues that I can attain him. Nice. Uh, all right, I got mine. Got wow. I got I got one. Let's right. see how bold this is. It might not be too bold, seeing how how his last game actually went, but I think, considering the circumstances and the team he's playing, I think it might be kind of bold. Um, I will predict. Bold predict. predict. Sorry, my bad. Predict. I I I saw I heard the T. I'm like, wait a minute, something's wrong with that. Uh, yeah, my bold predict is gonna be Carlos Hyde. Against this Ravens defense. And honestly, if it weren't for this past week, I don't think I would have went with this. But Joe Mixon had his first first 100-yard game of the year against his Baltimore Ravens defense. Granted, it took him 30 carries to have 117 yards. But I would think like even like he wouldn't have done that against the Ravens. Also, why are they running it 30 times? They were down big <laughs> down all 40. game. <laughs> <laughs> makes second no guess. sense. I like how you're second guessing it. Want to go home? No, I'm second guessing Joe Mixon. I mean, that's bang- the Bengals. maybe, maybe, yeah. Uh, but I, th- I think um, Carlos Hyde had about 150 yards rushing in in London. 160. Oh boy, on my bench. Um, yeah, uh, he had 160 yards rushing. The most of it was on a 50 yard runaway. Not even so, he was. Like, yeah, he looked even good with the rest even of the without way. those 50 yards, that's still 100 yards on the ground. I think he had like 16. He had like 10 yards to carry. But not because no, but. Because of that fifty-yard run. Well, I mean, but if to he that. took out the fifty-yard run, he had about like four to five yards of carry, which is fifteen great. for ninety. That's not. Which that's like seven yards which, of carry. Which is really good. Yeah. Um, and I think it's going to continue. I think he's going to have another great game against the Ravens defense, who clearly are might defend a little more uh, against Sean Watson with what he can do. I think the Texans will have a nice run game going. He's going to eclipse one twenty and have two touchdowns. Whoa, two, two. I could see that happening. Yeah, I definitely could see it too. But it's still two touchdowns is hard to predict. Yeah. yeah. And Let's it's do predict. It. predict. Predict, yeah. Let's predict. All right. Solid, solid predictions, guys. Now you ready for my favorite segment? Yep. D did you knows the D Y K's. The dykes. Ugh. How about the dicks? No, I like I like dykes. Dick. So like from uh, the bold predicts to the dicks. Oh god. Let's go with the did you know. So <laughs> how about uh, how about uh, did you know DJK's did ja like ja like, like the Dominican like no like Ja Morant 
the yeah. point guard. Okay, whatever. Let's go with the Genos. This Did is stupid. Yeah. All right. Oh, God, is there fire going on? I smell fire. Luffy's blow out the candles. Oh, okay. Whew. Got a little nervous there. That was just my mixtape dropping. Oof. Dropping hilarious. Dropping into the, wa- the water. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Uh... How about how about this? Do you guys want a quarterback one? Actually, I have a, have a couple of quarterback ones. Right, let's go with the Browns, okay? Start with the Browns. The Brownies? The Brownies. The Baker Mayfield left the Brownies. Um, did you guys know that Cleveland had eight goal, goal and goes oh, yes, in I the knew first this. quarter? Yep. And they stopped them all eight times. They didn't kick a field goal. Yep, I know. They went for fourth down. Twice. Twice, yep. In the first quarter. Yep. And they didn't score a single time. All of them were goal and goals. Yep. Goal line, goal line, um, goal line plays. It was, it was odd, man. It's uh, terrible coaching. It was terrible strange. play calling. Terrible uh, play design. It's just everything was garbage about it. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to receiver. How about that? Before we wrap up, yeah, let's go to receiver. Yeah. You know who this? You know who this receiver? I'm we talking about is right now. Trying to guess, Christian Kirk. Nope. Uh, Jack, one guess. All right, I'm going to go right now. His name is Michael <laughs> Thomas. It's a great guest, Jack. All right. Michael Thomas is retarded. He is having one of the best seasons a wide receiver has ever. ever had. Ever. Right, get this, okay? I'm going to name some name, I'm gonna name some receivers right now. Through the first nine games, okay? Uh, Calvin Johnson, 60 catches, 974 yards. He's having, uh, he, had a, he averaged uh, 6.7 catches a game and over 108 yards a game. Right, solid, solid. That's that's more okay. than solid. It's great. Marvin Harrison, seventy-five catches, nine hundred seventy-two yards in the first nine games. Even better, even better than Calvin Johnson. Michael Thomas, <laughs> eighty-six catches, one thousand twenty-seven yards through the first nine games. The best nine ga- first nine games of a season in wide receivers. My goodness, man, he is just. Consist as consistent as you could possibly get. He's averaging nine point six catches a game, and one hundred and fourteen yards per game. In PPR formats, he's trying to to solidify himself as the first receiver taken, and possibly a top Kel- two Kelvin pick. Calvin Johnson had to do it last eight, last nine games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's um, also, this is with Breeze hurt for about what four weeks, five weeks. I think his value was better with. Bridgewater. Yeah, it might have been. No, but Mike, he still had a great game this past week. Yeah, well, but I, but I feel like Drew Brees targets everyone. No? Bridgewater only throw the ball to Michael Thomas. <laughs> but the thing is, man, he catches every single target. Yeah, that's crazy. Every single one. I feel like he, every single week. I think he has no, like thing is, he eight doesn't. targets that he hasn't caught or something like that. Some dumb number like He's that. He's not like top tier talent in separations either. He makes a lot of contested catches. And Drew Brees puts up where exactly where he can only yeah. catch also. It's really impressive. He has 17 targets that he has not caught. Hmm. 86 wow. out of 103. Wow. That's nuts. All right, let's go to a, a bad did you know or a disgusting did you know. Okay. Did you guys know that Kalen Balazs has the worst I know this. yards per rush since 1978. Yep. I didn't know this. I read this somewhere. He's averaging 2.06 yards per rush. Runs per How carry. How does he have a job? Oh, man. How does he have a job? I, I, think, I, I think I heard this one on the podcast. The reason why he's starting 
It's not because he's talented than other running backs. He knows the playbook more than other guys. I don't care how much <laughs> playbook you know. That's crazy. No, I mean, the Miami Dolphin locker room, the way they start the running backs, if you get a higher score in the playbook test. That's, you, you could, that's you, probably you, right. You, you could fall forward and get two yards a, a rush. <laughs> yeah, if you're six foot. Oh, man. All right. Let's go back to the good stuff. How about that? Let's, let's wrap this up with some quarterbacks. Did you know? Let's go with uh, Kirk Cousins first. Okay? This is surprising, considering we've been talking about how he hasn't really uh, been the Kirk Cousins we've seen because of rushing the ball so much, okay? Since week five, he's a Kirk, Kirk Cousins ranks in uh, quarterback categories, okay? Top 10, no? Get this, right? Ready? Passing touchdowns. First with 15. Passing yards. First with 1,701 yards. Passer rating. First, 124.4. And interceptions thrown. Tied for first with one interception thrown. Since week five. Yeah, I think he has only two on the season. Two interceptions. He's been pretty good. He's a minimum 100 passing attempts, too. Yeah, he's been pretty good. It's just, I don't think he's very good. It's yeah. inter- it's 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 interesting. It's a it's 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 a weak. It looks weak, like how we when we watch him play, and how the game actually unfolds. We're like, oh, he's not not that great. But you look at the stats and the, and the, and the stat like, sheets. Where it's does like, that come yeah, from? Yeah, like, how is this happening? What are we watching? Are we missing plays? Like, oh, we are missing <laughs> plays. We're watching red zone, but in general, like it's it's very it's very odd. I think. But a lot of his stats came from like a. Just two, three games. Yeah, maybe like those October games is probably it too. Well, but it's Philly one, he destroyed us. So yeah, four touchdowns at least, three hundred yards in that game. Yeah. Oh, I'm just saying, these are pretty interesting stats. All right, now for one of the one one quarterback we could all agree is probably one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Right? It's Russell Wilson. Right? This guy is amazing. I think he is. Uh, I think he is the best. Get this, okay? In his career. This is Russell Wilson's record when he's facing teams that are at least I know this one. eight games above oh. 500. I know, know what it is. He's 6-0. and oh. Yep. He has not lost to a team that is eight games above 500. What? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? What the? In his <laughs> career, he's like, oh, this team's really good. Right, I'm going to play better. Oh, man. And he's a, he was a third-round quarterback. One of those teams was the Eagles. Oh my goodness! Eight games above five hundred. That's that's basically. What is that like? It's it's ten and two. That's nine and one. Nine and one teams. Math. Eight no teams. That's thirteen and five. Thirteen oh, and wait. five teams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God>. I got him. <laughs> got him. Um, that's uh. Eleven ten and, and three. Ten and, ten and three. Ten and two. Oh, okay, only right. people know how to do math. <laughs> <laughs> eight games. Just add. Let's add eight games. <laughs> um, that's just so crazy. Yeah, man, he's uh incredible. And he did it again last night against the eight and zero San Francisco 49ers. I just uh, want to say the, the two eight and zero teams that was the least impressive. Yeah. Finals. Yeah, they we talked. We, we mentioned this too. Like, they've they're playing a good schedule now. Even the 49ers are playing some good teams after this. Well, I mean, like the four. Uh, the 49ers did put up a good They fight. did. They, they put up a like, really good fight, yes. Yeah, look, uh, the, the Patriots got their ass whooped Yeah, by my Ravens. Yeah. Just wanted to say that again. My Ravens. You know? All right, all right. All right, solid solid episode, guys. Good job. Good job. All, good job all around. We got some uh, n- decent plug-in for Jason's foot practice. Um, and Baroness. And Baroness. 
and uh, Eddie's uh, lack of responsibility to work. Yep. Um, all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. All the good stuff. Anything else you want to chime in before we sign off on this episode? And meet tomorrow for next episode? No, I'll just see you tomorrow. Yeah, I'll see you guys tomorrow as yeah, well. Yeah, see you tomorrow. All right. Signing off. YFTS out. Oh, wait. Uh, follow us on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter at YFTS Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And stay tuned for our matchups episodes. Plural. Peace. Peace. Thank you.